we pose the question to the comic fam as we end the year. What do you want to ask us? Is there anything that the comic fan wants to know, Sammy? Because they hit us with some questions, and let's start them off with the first one. All right, starting right from the top, we have our first question from Vanderler14 on Instagram. They asked, what is your preferred comic pricing guide, service, and why? For example, go collect GPA, etc. My answer is all of the above. I use so many resources when pricing books. And on that topic, we actually just chat with Red 2 Collects, who's going to be on the show chatting about his guide to comic book collecting and this right here, talking about the different resources for pricing. I am also in the same boat as you, Sammy. I use all of the things listed here and more. You know, when you have a book that you're trying to figure out what to pay for. You got to use every service that is at your disposal. I frequent GPA on a daily basis. I live off key collector comics. I use it when I'm in the bathroom even. By the way, utilize Code Tom 101 on the app. Unlock a free two-week subscription of it. Get access to a plethora of info as well as suggested pricing. All right. The next question came from Jay Vallegas. 2071. Do you have a favorite storyline that you recommend for someone getting into comic books? So we have a recommendation from both of us. The first one is mine, which is Chew. In a world where chicken is outlawed, we have a detective who can see everything psychically by tasting the item, whether it's food or people. This is a book that whenever I recommend it, it leaves my bookshelf for weeks, sometimes months, for non-comic readers, it's intriguing enough to hit them with something that is so comic booky that it's a win every single time. What about you, Sammy? For me, I have to say Saga. I haven't read anything like it ever before. It was highly recommended to me when I first started reading comics, and I've been in love ever since. It's like that perfect blend of romance action, fantasy, and it's just it's just such a wholesome story that has mystery and I don't know. I just feel like everybody needs to read it. With the hiatus coming to an end soon, we're going to be getting more saga in January. Expect a lot of attention on this title. And for those who haven't read it, you're going to be wishing you were caught up because this is also a must read and one that frequently gets borrowed off my, I'm just going to call it a library now. All right. We have mirror dimensional, mirror dimension comics. Are restored books desirable or is it a bad investment? Ooh, I love this question. The purple label known as the dreaded purple label. What do you think, Sammy? So this is one of those questions that I feel like has two answers. As a collector, I say a grade is better than no grade. I have restored books in my PC and I love them just the same as I feel like if I could have acquired them um, otherwise. So as a collector, if you're really trying to get that key and you might not be able to afford the one that is unrestored um, and you can only afford the one that's restored, then I say go for it because you can really get these books at such a what feels like a massive 
discount. Now, when you're talking about investment-wise, I would say find it within yourself, channel it, think on it. Um, my biggest tip here is that if you're looking for an investment, um, is it that you're purchasing a key that is resto and hoping that it goes up in value? Obviously, that's always a risk. Um, or are you looking to remove the resto off that book that's when you really have to lay his eyes on that book and say, like, what's this book going to become once the restoration is gone? I think you got to get a second opinion sometimes even. You know, there is a lot of comic books that come in and out of the show, you know, from guests that everyone knows where, hey, is this possible? Should we break it out? What do you think? And sometimes it's too risky. Other times it's worth the gamble. Now, one thing that I'll point out is that we've seen such a major uptick in Variant comic books, newsstands, Mark Jewelers, even Whitman's are becoming more and more sought after. Restored comics, um, incomplete comics, these are things that are kind of the low, they're on the lower end of the list. These are the things that are the most undesirable books. Now, with that said, blue chip books have never seen the heights that they've reached until this year. We are reporting on some of the biggest market changes record breakers in comic history. And what happens when those books get so far out of reach? I suspect that a collector is going to care less and less if a coupon is on the inside. Maybe we should be looking at the green labels, the purple labels with a second look. Potentially, they may be the most affordable in higher grade, regardless of if they've been tampered with or enhanced. Next question. We have, oh, and here's a nice uh, purple label example, by the way, Detective Comics. See, a 9-4 of that, I wouldn't mind that in my collection. Okay, next one, we have Legion of Paper. Thank you so much for commenting and providing a, a question to us. One book that is a must-have in 2022. All right, the first one we have on here is your pick, Sammy. We have Shazam issue number eight. Shazam 8, you got Black Adam. So for those of you that don't know this issue, I feel like it's just one of those books that's just super slept on. I'm super excited for the movie. But outside of that, where we see Marvel Family 1 as one of those golden age goodies that is just so far out of reach. And I mean, this book is expensive. I think once we see... Black Adam on the big screen. I don't think everyone's first choice for books to pick up is going to be Marvel Family 1. Of course, we'll dream about it and wish that we had it, but where that book is probably close to the price of my house, um, just thinking about it, I just absolutely love Shazam number eight for that reason. It's because to me, it's like the best, sec like second best. Like it's definitely a second best where you see the reprint um, of that Marvel Family 1 and this issue for the first time you know take a look at shazam 28 the first modern appearance of black adam that book at a 9.8 is being listed for above six thousand dollars you can secure the first reprint really the first appearance of the character post the golden age for under a couple hundred dollars and this is a thick book hundred page giant these things are really tough and high grade don't be sleeping on black adam and another book that you shouldn't be sleeping on well, we also have Vengeance number one. America Chavez, I've gone on the record multiple times. I am personally investing in next-gen heroes. America Chavez, Riri Williams, uh, you know, totally awesome Hulk. 
Amadeus Cho. Well, vengeance number one, now that we know America Chavez is indeed coming for Multiverse of Madness, we're likely going to see her utilized, whether it's on Disney Plus and or other films. Gorgeous cover and that white cover with black on about a, I don't know, what is that, a fifth of the book? It makes it tough and high grade. Look for those nine eights. And if you get lucky on a raw copy, send it to Sarasota. Get it in CGC's hands. You won't be disappointed. All right, Tom. You totally missed one. The variant edition of Vengeance number one. Have you picked this one up yet? Absolutely. Actually, I skipped Vengeance one and went straight for the one in 25 variant. Because when I spec, I spec hard. Okay, the next question we have from the community comes from Matt Martins. 007. 007. What's the must-grab title of the year? The Anyo. Well, we have the first one picked by Sammy. I would say my favorite read of the year, favorite pickup was Stray Dogs number one. I loved this one because I didn't think I was going to enjoy something that was horrifying and scary in any way, shape, or form. But when this was suggested to me, a lot of times I finally decided to read it and it's just so cute the art is just it's brilliant because it makes you like tap into seeing like Lady and the Tramp and those movies um, when you're little so you have those emotions of like oh my gosh so much cuteness look at these dogs and then all of a sudden I won't spoil it because you need to read it um, all of a sudden these dogs are put into this horrific and I mean horrific situation and then you just find yourself like really rooting for these dogs like really rooting for them like turning the pages like okay okay you could do this you could do this and like no 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 don't do it so it's just like an emotional roller coaster and horrifying all in one I can't recommend this enough either Tony Fleece Trish Forstner absolutely killing it one of the best independent titles to come out this year some of the best variants of any run coming out this year okay my pick this year because you know honestly you pick stray dogs that could have been at my number one as well i'm putting porn sack pieces shouts the good asian oh my gosh comic fam you heard fire guy ryan and i talk about this for about 15 20 minutes on the last podcast you heard it on the trending 10 with russ bright this book is so superb and it deserves all the credit that it's getting. Take a look at this. We are finding out that not only is this book breaking records, people are shouting from the rooftops that you need to read it, not just me, but you're also seeing it make multiple best comic lists of 2021. I'm really hoping that this comes out in a hardcover. It's a detective noir following one of the coolest, the first Asian American detective and a story that is so intriguing. It's gripping and historically accurate that it needs to be on everybody's shelf. Can't recommend it enough. Next question comes from Fulton D66. Our last question today, what is your most favorite con experience, Sammy? I had the pleasure of meeting you and Tony. I got to meet Theo, Rage Theo, the powerful Rage Theo. Over at TorpedoCon, I was only able to go to a couple conventions since the two-year absent, but that would be definitely one of my favorite experiences this year. What about you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I would say seeing everyone in person, hanging out, having so much fun together, experience the con, experiencing the after con. Um, as you can see, the photo that we have up here is my 
my girlfriends. Oh my gosh, I miss them already just looking at this photo. Danielle and Cheyenne. Um, we're at C2E2 hanging out afterwards um, at an arcade. Some of the guys on whatnot. We've got Skeff, Slabulous, and the company man. Um, Mr. Wink Inc. and uh, one of my friends, Mark, taking a selfie for the first time. This is our first time meeting. Miss him already, but it's like so exciting. Like after knowing people for so long and getting together, that is such a beautiful thing. Then another amazing experience that I had um, at Comic Con, my first time ever meeting Chris Claremont at NYCC. I was nervous for two reasons because. It's Chris Claremont. So, of course, I was like super nervous and like I was so nervous when I walked up to him. I didn't even have my books like out of the bags and boards and I just like cracked a joke on myself to him. I was like, there's always one, isn't there? And he just started laughing. He was like, there always is. And I was like, I'm just fangirling so hard. I like forgot to have everything ready. But, you know, the other reason I was nervous on that note is because, Tom, when you like really hope someone did something for a reason, you know, Chris Claremont brought diversity and female empowerment to comic books. I was like, fingers crossed, Chris Claremont did this and he has a story behind it and he did it for a reason to empower, you know, people of color um, and to also empower women. And I mentioned it to him. And he told me these incredible stories. We put it up on our YouTube channel about his mom, about women that he's seen in the military and how he wanted to do his part and bring that to life in comic books and how he wanted to bring everybody, represent everybody in comic books. And that was what I wanted to hear. Wonderful. It's a special thing being able to meet uh, creators that you're fans of, that you look up to, that you look forward to seeing their their output in the community. And I will say, you know, because the question was all-time favorite con experiences, I'd have to give that to Donny Cates. Everyone knows him. You know, I had a really fun moment meeting him. This is a shot from a video that's currently on the channel. Anyone can watch it. Just check out the video. I'll put the link up here. But I was... I had an opportunity to gift him a Carnage Mind Bomb, the the comic, issue number one. And he had a great story behind it. It was a good moment for me. And I got to see that he was just like a real person, a real comic book nerd. And was able to relate with him more in that moment than I think I've been, ever been able to relate to a comic book creator. So it's a special thing. And I mentioned that because, Sammy, you got to hit him with your Donny Cates story all right, so yes, Donnie Kay and his gorgeous wife, Megan, were neighbors of ours during the Torpedo Con and first found out when um, Tony and I enraged, we were all about to go out. I had to go back in the room and girl up and get ready. So they're downstairs in the lobby waiting for me. I'm getting ready in the room and I come out. And Donnie Cates is literally two feet from my doorway with Frank Cho. And I was like, I was just staring at him for a minute. It just felt like a lifetime, but he was staring at me. I stared back at him and I was like, are you Donny Cates? And he was like, he was like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder like if he gets that a shocked. lot. Like when he's not on the con floor, you know, just like in it's like standard civilian life. Are you Donny Cates? <laughs> I know. He was just so cool. And he was like, who are you? And I was like, uh, 
I'm Samantha, huge fan. Actually, I told him, I was like, I have books in my hotel room for you to sign. And he was like freaking out, like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Like we're next door neighbors. And I was like, my husband's a huge fan too of both of you guys. You guys, I was like, can you come downstairs at the lobby with me and meet them? And they were like super excited about it. We went down in the elevator. We got pictures. That selfie right there was taken down there. Um, and ever since, every time we see them at the con, like Donnie always comes around the booth or he came by um, and stopped by one of our whatnot streams that we had um, going on at NYCC to see us. So we've had like this like neat little like touch and go relationship of seeing each other. But one thing I've got to say that I just loved about that whole thing is he was just like him and Megan are just one of us. They are nerds and they're super, super sweet, super nice. And it's just one of those things like that just helps makes you realize like these guys are just everyday people enjoying the hobby, the way that they're doing things in art and writing. And it was just like such an amazing experience. Comment, like, and subscribe. We're going to have more content for you as we go into 2022. Can you believe it? This year went by quick. I want to know your convention experiences because everyone's is unique. It's special. It's always amazing getting to meet the comic community in person. And I'm sure you guys have your stories that will enter you in a giveaway. Make sure to join us every single Wednesday. Start out at 2 o'clock with Jem Mint. It's your boy Jem Mint. What Not Wednesday is the best new app to buy and sell funny books. Expensive paper comic books you know expensive and affordable i mean really across the board you can get something that you're going to enjoy and join us we have sammy and tony we got rage theo danielle from nerdy girl comics gem mint as mentioned myself comic pops i got him back into comic books this year comic fam it feels good we have the golden age guru russ the comic sensei and as always geek responsibly and happy new year enough said Starting the auction off at $1 for one minute, like we always do. This is one of our favorite covers, and you got it. A little bit of that, what y'all been looking for, right? A little bit of that, but what y'all been looking for, right? 